0: creative city the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with some of cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds for more information and to listen to previous episodes please visit www.creativecitypodcast.com sign up for the newsletter for the latest updates and be sure to listen rate and review on itunes now let's get to it Okay, welcome back to the Creative City Podcast. I'm Tamia Stinson from thestylesample.com. Uh, and today I have with me in the studio Jill Goulet, who is the creator of Circle Circle Jewelry. Hey, Jill. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming down. So, as somebody with a fashion background, one of my favorite things to talk about is jewelry and accessories. So, I'm very excited. Mine too. <laughs> so, just tell people a little bit about what Circle Circle is, just to get us started.
1: Okay. Well, it is a um, jewelry company um, based on very simple, minimalist designs. I use um, quality materials, sterling silver, 14-karat gold filled, and um, select
0: gemstones. It's very pretty, um, very simple, very delicate. And Circle Circle seems to be the appropriate name for it, but before you were called Grey Goose Gifts. Correct. So what was the impetus for the the change? The change. Well, I um, started the business
1: about seven years ago as a hobby. And... Um, so I wait, needed started, a name. You started making jewelry I started, as a hobby? Yes, I did. Were you, like, yes.
0: hammering things
1: at this point? I did. I started—I um, took a simple soldering class, oh, okay. and I've always loved jewelry since the womb, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, been obsessed with it, and so I took a simple jewelry class, and— um, started making a ton of jewelry, too much jewelry. I was spending my entire paychecks on, ju- on jewelry supplies. And so um, a friend of mine said, oh, you should set up a shop on Etsy. And I said, what's Etsy? This was the early days of Etsy. Uh-huh. And so I did, and, um, it, uh, for, and I needed a name. You know, you right. have to have a shop name. Right. And I didn't Naming know. Is so hard. I didn't know where this was going. I didn't know what this was. I just knew that I loved it. Um and my I had a gray cat at the time and his <laughs> nickname
0: was Grey Goose. <laughs> okay, so you named it after your cat. Yes. So that I can relate to. <laughs> that I can get with.
1: And um since then the company it's really evolved and changed and um so the na- I don't feel like Grey Goose gifts quite fit with the direction that I was kinda taking the jewelry. Um, I also didn't want to get sued by Bacardi for oh, Gregor's right. Vodka. Yeah, right. So those were the two driving factors of changing the name. Not getting sued is a big, big <laughs> right, time. Yeah, right. Got it. So um, I spoke initially with some lawyers, and they were like, oh, no, it should be fine. And then they pulled some documents, and they said, if you're open to changing your name, we you just do that. And I said, great. I'm ready. I'm on it. Let's do this. Uh-huh. So um, I went through First Batch, uh, which is a local business accelerator program. Um, and they were awesome and very helpful Um, and they helped me um, ultimately work with Landor That's big time. That's big time. Mm -hmm. And they are so talented. Yeah. And so um, Landor actually has a naming office in Chicago. Of course they do. They do. Yes. (laughs) So I got to hear a presentation about what's in a name, what a name can do for you, what a name can't do for you, what, you know. Oh, that's
0: exciting. It was very exciting. I bet there's a lot of psychology behind that. There is. Uh There is.
1: Yes. And so um, they kind of looked at my brand and... Looked at me. What, what do you want? How do you how do you want to portray this? You know, all, all these uh, very deep questions. <laughs> and they came up with 40 names. Four, um, four. zero Yes. <laughs> Good Yes. And God. she told me and she was like, you're going to hate these. You're going to hate some of them. They're going to feel uncomfortable coming out of your mouth. You're going to look at them and not like them, but just let them sink in a little bit. Um, and she said, and then I want you to come back with 20 names, narrow it down to 20. So okay. we went back and forth and I would sleep on it and i would wake up and have a different <laughs> idea.
0: <laughs> I'm imagining you like sitting up in bed at three o'clock in the morning, like, no, not black box gifts. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and I would know it would be like, okay, yeah, like that's a out. Uh-huh. That is out. Um, and so circ- I, I kept coming back to circle, circle because hmm. I love circles. Circles yeah. are my thing. They just, they're so timeless and effortless, and you can do so much with a circle, and they always look good. And the first piece of jewelry I ever made was a circle. Oh, okay. And um, so that one just really felt right.
0: And, and you You knew.
1: I knew, and so then it went through another legal screening to make sure that we didn't have any more legal issues, and that one came back and as good to go, and it felt right, and Landor also
0: did just beautiful graphic design with, I mean...
1: It It looks really
0: good. It fits the jewelry Mm -hmm. so perfectly. Yeah. It looks great. That's awesome. So you mentioned First Batch, Mm -hmm. um, which is a really cool program. Um, Actually, there was a woman on the podcast. Well, you know Jennifer. Yes. She was on last season. I'll put a link in uh, in the podcast notes. But tell me a little bit more about how going through that program was? Because I hear it's pretty intensive. Yes, it is. And you're also, yes. like, actually running your business right. while you're going through the program. Right. So how did you right. manage all that?
1: Well, it was it was a very good—it is. It's intense. Um, <clears throat> and that was the hardest part for me to balance my existing business with doing the work of First Batch as well. So it's basically like getting your master's degree in business <laughs> in five months. I mean, it is a short, condensed program, and they throw a lot of information at you. Wow. And they really take a wholesome look at your business and help you scale, help you do things smarter, more efficiently. Um, and it's not one size fits all. I mean, they take businesses that are in prototype through the program and they take businesses like mine who I have existed for seven years. Right. And so they, you know, they're very smart. They're very nimble. They're very well connected in the city. They believe in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, it's just it was a great super awesome experience. I really feel so fortunate to have gone through the program.
0: Yeah, I'm glad there's something like that here, because it's specifically for people who actually, who who make a thing, like a physical physical product, product. which Mm -hmm. is, I think, a little unusual. You know, this is a very techie age, and don't get me wrong, I love my technology, I love my apps, all that, but having to create a physical product requires a little bit more than, you know, talking about a service or something that you would do uh, digitally, so, I'm curious about what the scaling
1: um, so, was yeah. about, when it, especially when it comes
0: to something like what handmade I jewelry. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I, my preconceived notion going into the program was that we would take the jewelry and take the handmade component out of it and find some really automated processes to get the jewelry made. Um, but they quickly looked at the business and said, no, keep it handmade. Huh. That's kind of where the beauty and the charm is in, right. in the handmade. Right. But you need to hire help. It needs to be other hands <laughs> making. Other hands. You need to work on the business. Uh-huh. So, yes. Yeah. So, so that is really they really kind of helped me force that change. I really had to hand over a lot um, to my jewelry production assistant extraordinaire <laughs> while it was in first batch. So that that just for, kind of forced the. The situation where it was like, okay, I can't do it because I'm in first batch you and I literally need cannot. to do yeah. the first batch work. So Joy will do production.
0: Cool. And how did you find somebody who can actually make jewelry? Because I would love to be able to make jewelry, but I cannot. (laughs) You know, well, I bet you could. At this point, I cannot. I bet you. I'll (laughs) teach you. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got very lucky with Joy. Joy is, she was a friend of mine. Actually, I met her at a city flea. She bought a necklace for me. She special ordered a necklace, and she came to pick it up at my house. And her son and my daughter were the same age. And at this point, this was my business was starting to ramp up okay and i um i was at home with a baby and a toddler and um so her and i started going on little play dates and we just had a lot we just had a lot in common and so we'd hang out and um so she said you know i'm kind of i'm thinking about getting a little part-time job and i said joy come work (laughs) for me this is perfect no. Ah. And I really didn't know, you know, I didn't know how it would go. It was my first time hiring someone. But um, she didn't have any jewelry she design didn't. experience? She didn't, no. Okay. Huh. So, But lucky for me, she is very, very, very good. Yeah, she, no kidding. Her, oh, she's really good with her hands. She's really, she's just great to work with. I. Mm. You know, people say, don't hire your friends. I, I got lucky hiring my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so now she's she really does. great.
1: She's kind of the, she's the model. Ah, you see her in a lot okay. of the pictures. Okay. She's beautiful. She um, She's great. With the jewelry work, she's very detail oriented. Um, she's great with customers. She works the shows with me, so. Oh yeah, you really did luck out, huh? I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did.
0: So she does a lot of the production work, and she you does. focus on what are you focusing on now? Oh man.
1: Oh, <laughs> website.
0: I'm focusing on the website. Okay, awesome. Um, Are you, so you're doing a lot of e-commerce? I do.
1: Yeah, that's primarily the bulk of my business. Okay. Uh, I think about 75% is
0: online. Now, do a lot of those people from Etsy transfer over to your own personal website, or is a lot of it still on Etsy? A lot of it's still on
1: Etsy. Okay. Um, that has been a really great place for me to find customers and, you know, kind of find my voice and my rhythm and... Um, Test things out. I do just a lot of like very simple, unstructured mm-hmm. testing on Etsy. I'd say. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. I never thought of you it as like a testing ground. Yes,
0: yeah. So I'll do that. How how are you getting found? Because I was at. Uh, Midwest Craft Con this year and, you know, they were talking about how big Etsy is and how difficult it is, it is to find is. what you're looking for because there's such volume there. How, um, how do you get found? And jewelry is the most oh, I bet. saturated market. Oh, it's the biggest market on Etsy. Yeah.
1: Um, everybody makes jewelry. I know. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I do, too. <laughs> I try to just be very simple. Like, I try to make the picture straightforward. Okay. Um, I always try to have a picture of the jewelry jewelry on a model so that they can tell size and scale because it's very That's different very it's very important. hard to mm-hmm. you know when you're not touching it feeling it and trying it on you need to have that i can say oh it's one inch well what is one what inch? you and know how, far yeah, down, how does, does that, that look on my, my ear my i don't or, yeah, know exactly. and it looks different on my ear than it'll look on your <laughs> ear you know mm-hmm. um so i try to have very straightforward photos straightforward descriptions um I really try I really focus on customer service. So if people have questions, oh. I try to answer them as quickly as I can and I think not enough people
0: take that as seriously as they should. Customer service is huge. It is huge, especially when it comes it to repeat is business huge. and referrals. It is.
1: Yes. Yeah, and that's a big part of my business on Etsy is return customers. Oh, uh-huh, I bet. So, you know, if you make them happy once and you can, can kind of nurture that relationship and continue to build on that, mm-hmm. then I think I think there's, you know, success to be found there.
0: Are you able to pull any of those people over to your own website for e-commerce? Yeah. So
1: we just launched the new the e-commerce Shopify website um, at around the first batch launch, so November. Uh-huh. Um, and we've been doing some testing with Facebook ads and um spreading the word and okay. like on my business cards, it doesn't say I don't send them to Etsy now, I'm sending them to directly to, directly to, your directly to my website. Mm-hmm. Um, so some customers have made the switch, no problem. Awesome. And then other customers,
0: they're still on Etsy. Uh-huh. So I plan to have both for sure. Okay, so you're going to maintain mm-hmm. both. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's it's a source of of income. So why right. Not? Well,
1: and I'm comfortable on Etsy. I'm so comfortable there. I know how everything works. I you know. Yeah, I've every- been there for what? Yes, six seven, seven years? years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But they do make a lot of changes, and that that makes it hard. you right. kind of at the whim of their. Ch- oh, we're doing this. We're rolling out this new feature, and this new feature messes everybody up, and so you have to, like,
0: find your footing again. That's the thing about all these different platforms is you don't actually own it. You can put your stuff on it, but you don't necessarily own it. So anytime they make changes to an algorithm or to a search function, then you're kind of at their whim, which I think is why a lot of people are kind of transferring to do their own stuff. For sure. So now let's talk about – so I love talking business, Mm -hmm. but also – Pretty jewelry. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> Let's get into that. So you mentioned that you work with silver, and um, you said gold fill. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any? Other materials that you're really into? Not really. I really <laughs> stick to those. I'm pretty
1: much a purist. This woman uh, knows what she likes. I do. Got it. <laughs> First, I know brass is like a big thing, and people love to work with it. But I don't like how it turns my fingers green, and I don't like. Oh, I how, never thought about that. Yes, and I don't like how it turn it tarnishes. Some people like yeah. that, and, but I don't like that. I like gold. I like shiny gold. I mm-hmm. and um, 14 karat gold filled is not solid gold. So, a necklace of mine in gold filled would be, say, $35. If it were in solid gold, it'd be $350. Oh. The difference in that, though, is that solid gold will never turn, change, you know, it's solid. Okay. Gold filled is the next best thing you can buy. It's not plated metal, so, and it's not plated and it's not solid, it's in the middle. Huh. So you know you can spend thirty five dollars on a necklace and wear it for a year or two without any problems. Um, you know, and that's a pretty good life. Sp- and some pieces of mine have lasted much longer than that. Oh, for sure. Um, what is it about those materials
0: that you like? Is it the I pink like, plank and the hammer? Or what, is <laughs> <laughs> what is it?
1: Well, I love silver and the ability to solder with it. I you really can, want to do some soldering. Yeah, man. oh, it's so fun. I, really I do. Want to do. I it. love to solder. So you know it's a solid metal, so it's um it's easy easy to work with um, hmm. easy to solder. you can solder it many times, um, but gold filled has limitations because it's it's basically a layer of gold bonded to brass oh okay, got so, it so um so if you hit the hit it too hard with a torch, you burn the layer of gold off, so it does have limitations around. You know, design stuff. Hmm. You can't. You can't do. A, but if it were solid gold, I could.
0: Possibilities are endless. Again, <laughs> so I've kind of learned to work within those parameters. Okay. Um, Speaking of design stuff, what is your design process? Are you like? Drawing things out and then figuring out how to, I don't know, cut them. I have no idea how this works. I just realized I have no I idea what I'm talking about. I think it's different for everyone. I think it's very different for everyone.
1: I'm a terrible drawer. I cannot draw. <laughs> My five-year-old can draw better than I can. I am awful. Okay. Um, so I will sometimes draw things out, if, especially if I'm making like an asymmetrical necklace. Uh-huh. I'll draw that out to try to kind of balance out the proportions and and where things need to hit and lay um, but for the mo- most part, I'm doing that. I will make a piece and I'll put it on and see how it lays. Um, and so I kind of use my my own ears or my own <laughs> neck as as the
0: you're the fit model. Yes,
1: I am. <laughs> yes. So and then lots of times I'll just have components. I'll make a bunch of different components.
0: And lay them out and just play, just kind and of just, see what yeah. goes. Through. Oh, like a puzzle. Yes, okay. See so yes. now, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Is there any um, thing in particular that inspires you? I notice you do a lot of like geometric type shapes. I, yeah,
1: I love simple shapes. Uh-huh. I just I think they speak so loudly while being so simple yeah. and so understated. That to me just I don't know. The jewelry is like the first thing I notice on a person mm-hmm. and. And I'm fascinated by the history, like, how did you choose those earrings? Where did you buy them? Do they function well? You know, huh. do they hurt your ears? Are they
0: too heavy? What, you know, you I definitely, love- that was the first thing you asked me about. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that you, yeah, you did. <laughs> that's true, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which I expect, you know. I mean, that's kind of your gig, so but I get my it. my gig, I and I'll it.
1: see, I love to follow, um, like, these art jewelers, you know, who are just, they're making art, and it's amazingly beautiful, Um and way more intricate than what I do, and so you know even from that, I'll see one little piece that I'm like, "Oh, that one piece would uh-huh. be really cool if if I did it this way, or um oh that's a, that's cool, yeah, okay. so I really sort of deconstruct things down to their most basic, simple oh, I like that form, uh-huh
0: yeah, the deconstruction process that sounds really interesting because simple shapes can be put together in a very complex way, mm-hmm. or like you said, you can kind of break them down into yeah. their um, basic components right. and make stuff from that too. Yeah,
1: And that's another thing, the, the busier that the business has gotten, the less time I have to devote to design. Mm. And so over time, my designs have gotten much more simple, much more pared down because I simply don't have the time to, <laughs> to make complex things. You know, there's, and there's probably a middle ground. I probably need to really set some time aside to design bigger, artsier-type pieces yeah. um, that are good for the soul, you know. Do you like think you would want to do the, that
0: kind of stuff? I do. Yeah? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I don't. <laughs>
0: right now I don't. I really don't. I mean, don't if you be... ever need somebody to test out something that you're uh, planning yes. to do, just let me know. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm happy will. to wear it around and collect feedback. That would be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not <laughs> to ask me twice. You. All right. <laughs> So you've been working on the actual business part of your business. What have you what have you learned from that if anything?
1: How I think the thing I keep going back to is how important testing is and huh. you know kind of measuring your results and even at at first glance if something doesn't look successful or doesn't look the way you want it to or what your preconceived notion is, there's still a lot to learn from from anything you try, so it's not a failure, you know um, we've been testing out some Facebook ads, and um, that's a learning process i yeah. mean that's just you yeah. know when i have when I get a customer on Etsy, I don't really know anything about i don't know their you know name. where they came from, or? yeah, I have their name and their address, so that that was a lot. We did a lot of questioning around that in first batch. Who is your customer? Who is your tar- target audience? who Who are these people that are buying your jewelry? And I'm like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, it
1: shows. I know it
0: show, shows. It shows you get to talk to people face to face, which is great. Yes,
1: which is great, and that's very important feedback too. Mm-hmm. You know, to get. So I think, I think always being nimble. I think being online, things change so fast. So fast. Um, and I am constantly reminded that I can't do things the same way that I've always done them because it's just a
0: quick-moving organism, and you have to change and evolve. And I wish more people kind of took that lesson to heart. I think it's really easy to get caught up in, well, and, and, well, this is what I've always done. Exactly. And I'm talking about me, too. Me, too. I know, me, too. <laughs> I'm including myself there, um, but trying to— Make sure that you stay up to date and open minded. And it's also really interesting what you said about testing, because that's something that's very much emphasized in the tech world, which mm-hmm, is you know mm-hmm. you have these different iterations or you've got your A/B mm-hmm. testing and you right. see what's what. But that's across the board, right? Definitely with in any industry product, yeah. definitely. Um,
1: what does better in a store? You know, hmm. are earrings selling better or necklaces? Why is that? You know what. What's going on? Is that the trend or is it the way you have it displayed? I mean, there's just a lot of things that go into I'll change a picture on Etsy from a product shot to a model shot Mm -hmm. and see what the difference is, see which one gets more of a response. Mm -hmm. You know, just little things like that. I think there's a lot to learn from. And again, the picture changes, you know? (laughs) One day they'll like the model shot, the next day
0: they won't. That's the hardest thing is trying to find patterns or rhythm or make some sort of sense of the data. It's one thing to collect the data. It's another thing to figure out, what the heck is this data telling me?
1: My husband, is uh, he is in... Research, qualitative, oh. quantitative research. And oh, that sounds so, fancy. Yes, mm-hmm. yes.
0: <laughs> so you got <laughs> so some help really on the good. back end. And... He's
1: really good at looking at data. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's important. He's in my back pocket. He's like,
1: <laughs> I can't figure this out. He can figure it out.
0: See, that's important to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you need to farm him out. I know. To a couple people. Make him earn his keep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so is there anything that you're looking forward to doing or making or being a part of um, in the future? Great question. Um, well, like we talked, I'm really
1: interested in sort of um, – I well – I'm interested in a lot of things. Um, I'm interested in (laughs) developing my skills, um, and I really have a fascination with fine jewelry, solid gold. I really want to introduce a line, and I want it to be very thoughtful and very um, classic. You know, it's it's going to be pieces that you can wear your whole life, and then you can hand it
0: down to your daughter, and she can wear it her whole life, you know? Um, Would these be in the same vein? Of exactly, simple, yes. delicate, everyday type okay. jewelry. Okay. Yeah, so
1: that's definitely a passion. That's always that's always ruminating in my mind. And then um, also a dedicated bridesmaids jewelry line. Oh fun, you know, brides, bridal. Oh for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, and, yes. And again, that's one where the the trends change very. You know. Yeah. Brides used to pick all matching dresses. Now their dresses don't match. All and so
0: different. Then that means that all the
1: necklines are different and uh-huh. they need different necklaces or maybe they need earrings and not a necklace. Exactly. And so I'd love to work with the bride and, you know, come up with something special for each of the girls. Oh, well, that'd be
0: a great gift. Yeah. Yeah, I see that's something that I would actually like to receive and would maybe actually use again versus right. that bridesmaid dress that you told me I was going to wear again that I most that you certainly am will. not.
1: Yes. Liar.
0: <laughs> Friend, but
1: liar. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm always excited for the art shows, uh, City Flea, yeah. High Park Art Show. I love doing shows. That's, what do you love about shows? Well, because I sit, it, I sit in front of a computer, and I really don't interact with people. Yeah, and get that important feedback. So hmm. it's very, and I love it. I really, I'll make a piece of jewelry, I throw it in a bag, and then I don't look at it until I pull it out for a show. But it comes to life when. Someone walks up to
0: my booth and puts it on, and I'm like, that's why I made that piece. Yes, I get excited about it Oh, that's really cool. (laughs) Like it somehow was created, even though you didn't know why you created it. Exactly. And all of a sudden, there's the reason literally standing in front of you. Yes,
1: yes. And I love to see what people, you know, people have such different tastes and what they're drawn to
0: and— that's a great place to do testing too. Yeah, that's true cuz yeah. I mean you can get on the spot feedback right there. Yes, and People it's very interesting.
1: You. It's been my best sellers on Etsy. Don't always translate to best sellers that shows, you know? So it's like lots of <sighs> lots of variables
0: wow. again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 trying to figure all that out is I mean I swear as soon as somebody figures that out, they're gonna be a cajillionaire no because kidding. it is no the hardest kidding. formula to figure out how humans work.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited about my booth. We're you know, with circle circle jewelry, we're now doing all new booth design and um, You were at the was it the holiday yes, market? It looked yes.
0: really good. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you big thanks to Landor they did a beautiful <laughs> job <laughs> Matt at First Batch helped me we were working late at night trying to get my signs painted Oh, and really? ready for yeah ready for the show oh. so
0: okay well it was it a, was, it was, it was worth a group it. effort for sure see that's the other good thing about being part of an uh an incubator or- Something where there's a group of people working towards a similar goal is, first of all, they understand what you're going through and you can commiserate. But also you have help. It's built in. Oh, yeah. And for the most part, everybody's super supportive. Oh, they were. I've talked about that several times on this particular show, but especially here in Cincinnati, people are super-duper supportive. If you're trying to do something, they will almost certainly push you wherever you need to go.
1: It's so true. I've noticed that. I love that. Cincinnati mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah, me too. It's a very supportive city.
0: Agreed. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I've been trying to do lately is to take a moment to appreciate the small things that bring me some little bit of joy. Um, so the other day I was sitting on my couch watching, there's a, a a station, a channel, a TV app, I don't know what to call them. <laughs> it's called Made to Measure. Mm -hmm. And it is just straight-up fashion stuff. So it's like, yeah. So they will put, you know, the shows from various collections. They have different actual programs where they'll go through and, you know, interview people. A couple different series. But the other day, I was sitting on my couch. It was nice enough to have the windows open so there was a cool breeze coming through. And I was eating nachos. Catching up on fashion shows. I think I was watching the Marc Jacobs show, and I was like, "This is fantastic." <laughs> I was like, "My life is so good right now." <laughs> Sometimes it's those little moments that you're like, For you know what? Sure. This is this is cool. I'm okay. For sure. What about you? Have you had any any small moments or large moments? I lately? had a
1: large moment this week. My dad was in town from Denver, nice. and I have two little kids, and to watch that relationship grow has been just so joyful to see him love my kids and I'm my sure. kids love him.
0: I'm sure. What do they oh, call him? Papaw. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's Papaw. got their own granddad uh-huh. name, you know.
1: Oh, he ate them up. They just, <laughs> oh, and he left yesterday and they're just <laughs> so broken up about it, so sad. And but, they're wondering you know, when they can such, see Papaw again. Yes, yeah. yeah. So it's always incentive to... Let's do this again soon. Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody had a great time.
0: Yeah, watching your own parents, I don't have kids, but watching your own parents interact with your children. Oh, that's got to be some sort of
1: It is. weird. It is. Oh, uh. It is. <laughs> it's wonderful. He's not there to see me anymore. Right. He used to come visit. He's not
0: there to see me. He's no, there to he see didn't them. Care.
1: And you know what? That's Better Fine. for me—not <laughs> I <mean>, better,
0: <laughs> but just to have a tribe of people uh-huh. who love your kids is there's nothing better. I there's agree. Nothing better. That's really cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Jill. Thank you so now, much. Now, where can people find out more about Circle Circle, more about you, online and in real life? Online and in real
1: life. Online, circlecirclejewelry.com, or on Etsy as circlecirclejewelry.etsy.com. Um, Facebook, Circle Circle Jewelry. <laughs> uh, Got the Instagram. whole thing branded. We're pretty active on Instagram, uh, Circle Circle Jewelry. Yeah, your
0: Instagram's really cute. Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Um, and then in real life, at Micah and Over the Rhyme, uh, Morrison and Me in Hyde Park Square, 21C Museum Hotel. And I'm sure I'm missing a few, but...
0: It's probably listed on the website. Yeah, it should be. (laughs) (laughs) I probably need to add that to my to-do list. Oh, whoops. (laughs) Check that later. Don't check that right now. Check that later. (laughs) And you can find more about the Creative City Podcast and listen to previous episodes on creativecitypodcast.com. You can follow me on social media at The Style Sample on Twitter, Instagram, and every now and again, Snapchat. And we will see you for the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thank, Thank
1: you, too. Thank you so much. It
0: was great. Mm-hmm.